0: A grumpy Santa who loves punching bags and cookies versus an amazing assassin with terrible coping skills. This is my rapid review of Fat Man. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. They caught a shark, not the shark. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room! Wake up. We're at tonight's entertainment. Get some serious gourmet shoot! How funny how? I mean funny, like I'm a clown and amuse you. Do something or just stand there and bleed. That's that for a slice of fried gold? Here's Johnny! Hey guys, it's John. Welcome back to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. Fat Man. That's the name of this film. Fat Man. <laughs> it was directed and written by Esham and Ian Nelms, and stars Mel Gibson as Chris Kringle, and Walter Goggins as the assassin sent on a mission to go kill him. That's the movie. And this movie was really ridiculous. Like, I... <laughs> I'm doing this review a little off the cuff because that's kind of how this movie felt. A little off the cuff. Uh, Mel Gibson is this really unorthodox Santa Claus. He's... he He's not really all that hefty or jolly. He's very grumpy and... You know, his whole enterprise as the guy who gives uh, kids gifts around the world is a business that's kind of failing because so many people in the world are bad. And so it's like diminishing returns every year. He gives out less and less presents. Therefore, his business is less and less lucrative. So Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus, Rudy, I love her. She was fantastic. You know, they have their workshop. They have their elves, and the elves... Their whole diet is nothing but pies and cookies and cakes and just straight up sugar. It's ridiculous. Because of the lack of business, to supplement their income, they take on contracts with the government. That's like this whole weird subplot that really didn't need in this movie, but I guess they needed something to enable army soldiers to come to the North Pole to Stan's workshop to like build some infrastructure and be fodder for the assassin's bullets later. I'll tell you what this movie is. This movie, it was like a 13-year-old wrote the basic treatment or concept of this movie way back, and then that writer became a director and he's in his 40s and he needs a, a passion project and he goes through his old drawer of old stuff he's written and he finds this ridiculous treatment and decides, yes, I'll make this movie about an assassin going to kill Santa because it's so farcical. <laughs> and, you know, parts of this movie are actually not bad. There's some really interesting sequences that are like telling of good, of good filmmaking. Um, it's, and it's the subtle ones. It's like the, the, there's a quick sequence of Walter Goggins as he, as he's driving up to, into Canada to go, to go find Santa. And it's like this quick cut sequence of him listening to different, um, music genres in each shot, it's like he listened, he's listening to heavy metal or he's listening to hip-hop or rap, and so there's little fun scenes like that, punctuated throughout the film, you know, he's he likes his hamster for some reason, he's, he's a hamster guy, but he's an assassin, and he takes no mercy, he kills people at random, at will, and all the while, Santa Claus, Chris Kringle, is just this surly, grumpy old man, and he wants to believe that he can still make a difference and, and be who he always was. And, you know, there's corporate suits and all those people who want to help spring into action and, and give Santa money to work for them. And he's like, no, I'm going to just do my own thing. This is a one-time offer I'm doing with the military. And it's, it's so ridiculous. I wanted to like this movie more. You know, I did like the performances. Mel Gibson was, you know, pretty, pretty good. I'll say it. He's pretty good as a grumpy old man. Walter Goggins was a treat to watch. I love watching him and everything he ever does. This movie was kind of all over the place in terms of tone and theme. Or you could see how it wants to be a dark comedy or like a, a ridiculous premise for a comedy under this thin-veiled mask of a serious thriller. And it's like, I'll tell you what it is. It's like this one, you know those... Movie trailers, of those fake movies they made for Grindhouse that came out in 2007, the Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino films, and they had those fake trailers spliced in between that didn't really go anywhere. That's like what this movie should have been, like a fake trailer for like, you know, Santa is in hiding. Santa is down on his luck. Santa is broke. But this little kid is pissed. And then you have, like, quick-cut sequences of the elves running from gunfire and Santa pulling out his guns and doing battle in the snow with the assassin. All of this happens in this film. <laughs> Jesus Christ, movie was... bad. <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. Like, I can see how people can enjoy this film, and I can respect the fact that someone will watch Fat Man and say, You know what? I really enjoyed this. This is going to this has carved a spot into my holiday repertoire from here on out i can see that that's not going to be the case with me this film was not that great i wanted it to be great i wanted it to be funnier it was like it was it was too shy to go really funny and too and too shy to go really dark like i said this film couldn't really quite grasp which direction it wanted to go in because in many sequences it shot great It's lit very well, the performances are pretty solid, but the whole premise is like a really bad joke. I just can't see myself coming back to Fat Man again, or even recommending Fat Man to anybody, because it's just not really fun. Like, it's a fun idea, but it is very sloppily executed, and I feel that, I just wish there was more to it. It's It's a very short film, it's only an hour and a half, plus a few minutes, maybe. To put it bluntly, what I liked were the performances, what I liked were the idea and the premise. What I didn't like was how it was put together and how it made me feel when I was done. It teetered the line of being fun, wholesome holiday content towards a little preachy and cynical. That part, the latter, kind of edged out the former, and so you're left feeling kind of empty after you you, know, you finish watching this movie. Would I recommend this to anyone? No. I wouldn't say don't ever watch it. Definitely there's something there's still something in, in Fat Man that's fun, and that's just watching Walter Goggins ham it up as an assassin and Mel Gibson doing his best. Like this is Mel Gibson we're talking about. Like I kept watching this movie, I kept thinking back to like, you know, the the peak Mel Gibson before he kinda had his falling out with everybody. You know, a thing about Mad Max, Lethal Weapon Braveheart, and this is where Mel Gibson is at now, and it's like, what happened, man? (laughs) You were amazing, and now you're doing this movie, and like I think he had a lot of fun making it. I'm certain Walter Goggins did, but I'm gonna have to pass on on coming back to Fat Man ever again. So my grade for Fat Man is D, which is never again. If you watched Fat Man and you enjoyed it and you had a great time more power to you I'm sorry to say I will not be joining your camp anytime soon but yeah fat man I wonder what you thought about it let me know you know find me on Twitter find me on Facebook find me on Instagram if you liked Fat man that's fantastic for you uh, I'm happy you did like it and I'm I'm hoping that you know Mel Gibson continues to find work that at least he finds fulfilling and satisfying so anyway folks that's my review for Fat man. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for stopping by. I have some more stuff lined up before the close out of 2020. And if nothing else, I hope you're still in the holiday spirit after watching this film. And if you're in the holiday spirit now, maybe consider avoiding this film. And (laughs) that's all I got. But thanks for stopping by and listening to Blood, Sweat, and Popcorn. Again, my name is John. And as always, take care guys.